Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Manufacturing Crisis. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it is Wednesday, April 20th in the year 2022. And I'm... I. Sure, glad I'd still at the same year because I swear it's like we go through a time warp every day with the insanity that's going on in this world. And it is getting crazier by the moment, seriously. Things are ramping up, lots of stuff happening. We're going to go over a lot of news and a lot of different things and look at the crisis they're trying to manufacture. We'll see what's going to happen. Lots of things happening. Remember to get great sleep in all of this. Your sleep is being taxed. Guarantee it. That's the whole idea of this is to wear you down and to break your will. And to get great sleep, you need great products like Giza cotton sheets or like MyPillow's classic, like fantastic products to help you sleep better. And where do you find those? I bet you won't even know. It's MyPillow.com. Head on over to MyPillow.com and you can go to the Bards Nation's landing page, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Take advantage of some incredible savings that are going on right now. 60% off on Giza cotton sheets. You have the six-piece towel set on sale. It's not for sleep. That's for when you get up, but it's good. It's awesome quality products. Your MyPillow Classic down to 1998. Men's and women's sleepwear, 50% off MyPillow slippers or my slipper slippers. They're 50% off too. And you can get all those savings by using your Bards code B-A-R-D-S because that's just rocking. And then you can use that same promo code on the frankspeech.com site, on the MyPillow site, and on the MyStore site, all those other places, to find other great savings as well. So many different products to choose from, you're just going to lose your mind. It's fantastic. Hopefully not in a bad way, though. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. If you want to speak to a real person, you can talk to a Patriot Pillow Counselor, 800-975-2939. 800-975-2939, and use your promo code BARDS. They're going to get you hooked up. You're going to be like sleeping like a baby like you never imagined before. MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS, promo code BARDS. All right, Patriots, we've got a lot to cover tonight, a lot of things happening. Kind of just going to paint a picture for you and all the different crises they're manufacturing and engineering, but at the center of everything right now is a full-on assault against the food supply. Don't get yourself. These people want famine to be part of the daily dialogue. And it's a classic communist play. To begin with, some real strange stuff happened in D.C. today. We had Department of Defense helicopters land at the Capitol, which is unusual. They were Blackhawks. That's not typically what lands there. It's usually Marine, Marine One and Marine Two. So anyway, that's just to keep your eye on that. There are some interesting things developing who knows? I'd like to see him drag some people out in handcuffs. We all be good. But keep in mind that, and I'm serious, as much as we want to believe in different things about the hope of a great 
of the military sweeping in and saving the day. The crises we face are much deeper than this. Now, I'm going to play this piece. I guarantee it's going to trigger somebody, but that's okay. If somebody's not triggered, then you're, we're not doing the right thing. So take a listen to this. I'll just let you hear it, and you can decide for yourself, but I think it's got some good perspectives to keep in mind. Buckle up. So Putin is not fighting the New World Order, guys. It's not happening. He is part of the New World Order. He's a Freemason, just like Trump is. Trump's also a Jesuit. So I'm sorry, all you Trumpers who think Trump's going to suddenly come back and save the world. It's not going to happen. If anything, he's going to bring in the the Great Reset and and the collapse of the, the world as we know it. So... If you're being told Russia is the the good guys, they're not. They're all bad. They've all been bought and sold by the same families. They're all controlled. These are just puppets that are doing their job. Why do you think as soon as coronavirus, the same day England announced all the restrictions from coronavirus to finish, Russia invades? It's the next step of the destabilization, of the breaking apart of our supply chains, of the destruction of our food supply. It's all pre-planned, all predestined, and it's all in the Bible. (laughs) he's got some good points listen the problem we have right now is that the entire global system is run by a centralized cabal and so there's going to be layers of destruction as they ultimately will eat themselves it's not i'm convinced of that hopefully not for real because i don't want to witness that that'd be kind of gross but they are going to consume themselves the the deal is is that and i've said this for a long time and you know it Q as a principle was a, a project of getting people to awaken. But if people stay there and keep waiting for the damn plan, well, I got news for you. You're going to go hungry and famine is going to be part of your daily diet. So it isn't something we can sit idle on. And we were never asked as God's children to be idle on things. We have to keep moving, keep preparing, keep getting forward of this and be looking for the path of exodus, which is away from this crazy system we're in because we're not going to fix this thing. Probably one of the most poignant uh, tweets that I've seen in a long time, and it's just dead on accurate, is this. And this came from Abner Peacock, which is at Dirty Abner on Twitter. And it reads this, what conservatives, Trumpers, Republicans don't know or want to admit is already is it is already gone, meaning the system. The system is so far gone, it needs to be ended And we will either be part of a great new system who we choose or be slaves to the international evil cabal. That is that is the path that sits before us. It is we are now at the in the valley of decision, literally, and we are having to choose between that narrow gate or that wide, easy gate that tempts everybody. And if you're going to follow the leaders that have been empowered to try to tease you over to the great new world order, all the great new technologies, all this and that along with the CBDC and the, the digital ID and all this other garbage, you're going to just walk right off the cliff with them. This other path is going to take a lot of courage, and I've just got one thing. I'm not going to be a slave to anybody. So let's take a look at some of the crises that are going on that they're trying to stoke up, which is going to be interesting. Let's start with borders. So they're, not, they're letting people through already, the bad guys down at the border, because we know that they don't really want to enforce the border laws. And as Pat Buchanan wrote this morning, open borders Biden is remaking America. Small quote from, from Pat Buchanan right here at the beginning of his article. This was posted in Zero Hedge this morning. The United States shall guarantee to every state in the union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. 
So reads Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution. Historically, that constitutional duty to protect America's states against invasion has been the province of the President of the United States, the chief executive who today is Joe Hand Puppet Biden. Hand Puppet's my words, not Buchanan's words, but I like my word better. So that is where we currently sit as an administration. Biden's just a face of an administration who has taken control of every aspect of our government and who is opening up borders to try to bring in illegals in the millions to reshape America. Keep in mind the engineering mastery of this. They had a bunch of people take the injection. They're now going to become medical disabled over time, dependent on the medical system. They're allowing people across the border who can get across unvaccinated. That's the backfill as industry replaces jobs with AIs and robotics They then bring in a bunch of labor that has no skills or at least fundamental, no major skills in the technology sectors or other places. So they now have a whole base of cheap labor that will be very obedient to the system as they watch the die off of many Americans. That is essentially their plan. I'm not playing, but that's their plan. Okay. Now on another topic, which is another big one that's coming at everybody is, is the whole principle of the millennials and their hope hope to buy a house, which isn't going to happen. Millennials are in a big crisis right now because housing costs are spiraling out of control. And that spiraling out of control is being driven by Blackstone, which is interesting. Here we go. This is after cornering rentals. Blackstone is now doubling down on student dorms for the first time in the past decade, private equity giant Blackstone which is at last at the last check had 881 billion in housing was the single largest institutional landlord in the US and according to some the largest owner of real estate in the world then a few years ago Blackstone lost the designation when it it comes to residential housing to this day it remains the largest commercial landlord by a wide margin however the recent explosion in home prices and rents prompted the Wall Street Journal Titan or the Wall Street, not Journal, Wall Street Titan to double down efforts to recover its title of undisputed landlord champion. And this summer, the firm financed the latest transaction funded by ultra cheap debt courtesy of the Fed. Notice how the Fed works for the big guys, not for the small guys. When it purchased Home Partners of America, which owns more than 17,000 houses throughout the U.S. for $6 billion. Yes, despite a growing bipartisan political backlash, by the way, this article was in Zero Hedge, political backlash against institutional landlords translating in the popular blowback of the time when rents are soaring at the fastest pace on record. They're up 40%, by the way. Blackstone continues to exhibit its PR grace of a bull in the China shop as it extends its market share grab in U.S. real estate with the firm extending its pivotal pivot to dorms as it slowly but surely hopes to become the marginal price setter in all U.S. real estate. On Tuesday morning, Blackstone agreed to buy the student housing owner America Campus Communities in a crash transaction, in a cash transaction valuing the company at about $12.8 billion. The bet that rents will continue to rise more, more as more college students return to campus. So, you're going to have more college students go to campus or they're trying to get college students obviously to go get a degree, which they don't need because it's worthless. That's a dumb idea right now. Get a trade. Don't go to college. But anyway, 
You're going to be highly in debt. You're going to pay higher and to help build that debt. They're going to increase the housing costs at in college. And then when you leave, you're not ever going to be able to afford a house because it's going to be out of reach. And like they say, you will rent everything. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Take a listen to this perspective on the housing crisis that is coming. This isn't what millennials want to hear, but I got news for you. The housing market's not going to get better anytime soon. In fact, we're bottlenecked. And here's what I mean by that. So my parents' community that they bought three years ago, they paid $250,000 to be an over 55 community. Fast forward, that property is now $400,000. But that's not even the issue. What's happening is the seniors that are moving in there now are exactly 55 years old. Seniors move in in their late 60s and 70s and then cycle in and out of the community within 10 or 15. I have people moving into that community 15 years sooner than expected, which means they'll be there 15 years longer. Now let's go to another sector, those that just became empty nesters. They are stuck in their homes, and I have lots of those around me. There is nowhere to downsize to. The homes today cost way more than what they originally paid for theirs, which means millennials are not getting an opportunity to even get into those homes. And a lack of inventory and purchasing by investors has made the homes that the empty nesters are moving out of way out of reach. We are bottlenecked, and this is not 2009. So this is a real important point to understand is that they've bottleneck the entire market. So their next thing they're going to do, which they've already discussed, is to extend into a 40-year mortgage, which will now raise costs up continually. It'll be an, it'll just dr- continue to drive costs up and it will leave more and more people out of the market. Here's an article that comes from the work from Liberty Street Economics. Rising unaffordability is causing renters to abandon hope of ever owning a home after two years of buying frenzy that has become self-reinforcing as investors and speculators have sought to cash in on the trend. It looks like American home buyers are getting ready to throw in the towel. The New York Times, New York Fed's 2022 SE housing survey uh, released Monday showed that the, the respondents believe that they would be less likely to buy if they were to move, com- move compared to a year ago as the survey shows, marking the first annual decline since the series began in 2014. So the people are becoming wise to the fact that they're not going to be able to afford a home. The next step will be to extend the range of debt, which would be the feds. Like I said, the fed and the world bank are looking at extending to a 40 year loan. So you can extend that debt range and basically never get out of the debt trap. But the, the effect is, and that's how they'll do it is they'll extend your debt range to 40, 50 years eventually, and that will be a perpetual, you'll just be renting. Like they say, you will own nothing. The only people that will own the property are these big holding firms, Blackstone, BlackRock, Vanguard, and other investors. So in this other news, we've got the uh, California grocery workers scored a what they call a double-digit raise after they unified and a militant threat to strike. Some 40,000 Southern California grocery workers will receive their largest pay increase in decades after they ratified a new union contract with the region's largest food chains on Thursday, according to the LA Times. Here's the deal. It's not going to make any difference in the end anyway for the grocery chains, because what they're going to end up doing is replacing most of those jobs with robotics and AI. That's already in the works. If you look at Kroger's plans, Kroger started six or eight years ago working on autonomous vehicles. And as of six years ago, they were the most heavily invested company in autonomous vehicles, not Uber and not 
Elon Musk. That's interesting. Why? Because Kroger understood very clearly that autonomous vehicle delivery was the wave of the future, especially as they were going to introduce Meta and the Metaverse, which will keep everybody tied to their home and their Oculus glasses. So most of this, all that happened in California is they have this little glorified, yay, I got more wage, I got more wage, yay, yay, yay. Food is still declining, costs are still rising, dollars still plummeting, and guess what? Your job's going to be extinct in a year or two anyway, so enjoy the pay raise. No victory whatsoever. Point to the bad guys. That's the way it goes. In the meantime, we've had a big hit on Netflix, and that's shaken up a lot of investors, which is a good thing because the only good bit of news in this little incident is that people are, aren't watching this woke company much. Take a listen to this. What Netflix disaster, you ask? Last night, Netflix reported quarterly earnings, which actually weren't even that bad. Revenue up year over year, beat on profits. It was the subs. Went off the sandwiches, new subscribers, or lack thereof. Stock is nosediving this morning after the streaming giant said not only did it not add the two and a half million new subscribers it said it would, it lost 200,000. Customer decline in a decade. What happened? Fierce competition, inflation, cutting off Russia. And where's the next squid game? They gotta fix this. How? Netflix says an estimated 100 million households are secretly sharing passwords and it's time to make your slacker friends, kids, and roommates pay up. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. And the fact of the matter is that it's a good indication because this is a, a woke company that decided it was a good idea to put on a progressive show highlighting pedophilia, which we know how that goes. But that's just it. They aren't stopping on that agenda. Every time that they do something like that, they may get hit by subscribers bowing out. But the problem is that what they've done is they've seeded another bunch of these mentality and ideas to soften it and to make it culturally acceptable over time. Their war is a war of duration and attrition. They want to continue to pound people over and over with these sick ideas of pedophilia and grooming as part of the principles of that. And in doing so, they're trying to get to where people become accustomed to hearing the word and accustomed to accepting it. And people finally bow out and just say, okay, whatever, just do it. I'm leaving you alone. That's how progressives win. That's how they always win. So Netflix loss is significant in the sense of you have, if you had money there, I'm sure that one hurt. But then again, they're all part of a master plan because start to look always at who owns who. If I'm not mistaken, BlackRock owns Netflix like they own Disney, like they own Twitter. Oh, wait. Elon Musk was going after Twitter and BlackRock owns Tesla. I'm sure there's no connection. And I'm sure there's no connection with the fact that Disney, at its peak of disclosure, that it had a pedophile group, that Elon Musk suddenly jumped up out of nowhere offering to buy Twitter. And all of these patriots and Q nerds jump, jumped on and started hailing Twitter and hailing the success of Elon Musk as the new savior for the great movement. Uh, no, not. That was called distraction and deflection. Nicely done, Elon Musk, as people lost focus on everything that was going on. But if you're worried about where the money's going, and especially in your investment, if it's not growing as much, I can probably tell you where some of it's going anyway, and it's called interns. Wall Street interns are now making up to $16,000 a month. That's right, an intern. As we have documented, this comes from an article in the Entrepreneur, as we have documented in the past, there has a ravenous competition for talent on Wall Street. Interesting, ravenous competition for Wall Street, but no ravenous competition to grow more food for you. That's an interesting one. As large investment banks juice up perks to try and retain workers. 
Now even interns are seeing the benefits. Some interns are even making as much as $16,000 per month, which attributes to the wage spike to a national labor shortage. Well, okay, well, that would make sense why the wage spike went up when most people are losing their jobs. Pretty amazing. In fact, the report says that in the last year, intern pay has risen 37.2% at global investment banks, with some interns making as much as $200,000 per year. <laughs> well, that's good. I don't know how that's going to feed anybody, but I'm sure they'll feel good with their nice salary. Whatever. And like we said, Twitter, and, and that ties in, obviously, that they apparently are having a shortage of labor on this Netflix thing because Netflix plunged 35% today. Whatever. But don't worry, patriots, because in Shanghai, China, they have transformed an entire business tower to a COVID hospital, and they call it a cabin hospital. So everybody gets a little cabin space all to your own as you are locked down. But if you really want to hear what the NWO programming sounds like coming straight from Shanghai, take a listen to this one. And I'm, I'm sure this isn't brainwashing at its finest. Not. Here we go. I am sitting here in Shanghai, China. Uh, it is day 13 of my lockdown and it's indefinite. So I don't know when it's gonna end. Nobody knows when it's gonna end. I hate to say it, I'm sitting through and enduring this. It's very painful. A lot of my friends are at their wits end. But at the end of the day, the one thing we'll remember in history is that we kept fatality low. It's not to say that there isn't pain going on right now. I see it. I mean, people being turned away from hospitals because they don't have a PCR test within 48 hours it's very easy for the West to look at China and say, oh, you know, these measures are draconian measures. But I think the most important thing is that, you know, when, when, when we look at the bigger picture, um, there, there is a method behind this madness. Uh, okay. Yep. I'm sure there is. Like calling out all your enemies and starving your population because you don't have food, maybe? That might be something. In the meantime, Florida Senate bill has passed. This strips Disney of its special self-governing status. Lawmakers in the Republic-controlled chamber backed the measure in a 23-16 to 16 vote. I'd love to know who the 16 were that voted against it. Probably all Democrats. It now requires a vote that the state house, before going to the desk of the Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, so there you go. It's a measure that would, and then separately, it says he, the Senate voted 24 to 15 on Wednesday to pass a measure that would remove Disney's exemption in a 2021 law on big tech censorship. So they're going after Disney, small victory, but don't worry, the deep state's on the move. They wouldn't take that one sitting down. How about this? Today, crop-threatening bacteria found in Florida, and they said North America, but it's actually Florida, for the first time. A bacteria found in a fast-spreading weed has been found in North America by a team of researchers from the University of Florida. Here's what it, and then it goes on to say it's a yellow nutsedge, a nax, noxious weed, noxious weed, 
that can be spread by insects. Huh, isn't that amazing? Original only in the Middle East, originally only in the Middle East, it is now found in Florida just on the same day that that measure passed. I'm sure there's it's just a coincidence. Wow, what an amazing thing. Nature is keeping track of what's going on in the how in the Florida Senate. Absolutely amazing. But don't worry. We've got all sorts of other things going on around the world, around the country, like the fire that contained in California food plant. Try this one. Firefighters contained a massive blaze at Central California food processing plant that prompted authorities to tell thousands of nearby residents to evacuate Thursday and to order tens of thousands more to stay inside their homes. Don't need a lockdown for that. The fire started Wednesday night at the Taylor Farms Packaging Salad Plant in Salinas, about 110 miles south of San Francisco. The flames were under control by late morning Thursday, but the shelter in place and evacuation orders remained while hazardous materials crews worked the scene. Well, what do you know? But if you think that was just an offhanded thing, isn't it strange that this yes, yesterday Azure headquarters was destroyed by fire, no injuries? See, Azure is the nation's premier independent distributor of organic and healthy food, and it was destroyed by its headquarters was destroyed destroyed by fire overnight. They're based in Dufour, Oregon. The loss of the facility and the impact on the company. Wide operations is being assessed and expected to be limited and temporary. However, the three primary product groups that are affected due to the destroyed automated facility packaging facilities and care product facilities, these will include out-of-stock status for Azure Market Oils, Honey, and Vinegars. Huh, but that's just, I'm sure, a coincidence, as is the Bonanza Meat Company building fire in uh, Pacino Drive near downtown El Paso or the fire that erupts at the meat processing facility at Lackawanna County or the crews that battled the fire at Cobb County Meat Company or the fire that shuts down the, in the Nebraska JBS fruit uh, beef plant or the cattle that were rescued for a fire from a fire that destroyed the meat market or a large fire in Tyson Poultry Facility in Hansonville, Alabama, or the fire that shuts down the Hot uh, Pockets plant in Jonas, John, Jonesburg, or the Wisconsin River Meats, meets, says a portion of its uh, Moston facility is in a total loss after fire, or the fire that destroyed the Dell Star meat ca- uh, plant in St. Clair County, or the explosion that caused a fire at the Oregon potato chip plant, or the fire that caused over $100,000 of damage at the San Antonio food processing plant, or the fire that ravaged Macrum potato processing plant in the Belfast, Maine, or the multiple alarm fire, the food processing operation on Hamilton Mountain, or the Memphis Fire Department that responded to a three-alarm fire at the Kellogg's Company, or the explosion and fire reported at Cargill, Neutrina, Neutra, uh, Neutrina Food Feed Mill. <laughs> yeah, we call this engineering a crisis. This is how you begin to put things together and cause a colossal crisis because all of these are carried on different media outlets. Nobody's paying attention. There's fires. Oh, my goodness, there's a fire. And, of course, the environmentalists are all going to say, see, processing animals is dangerous. I'm sure they'll even blame it on bovine farts if, they're, if they have their way. Bovine farts are dangerous for the environment. We must shut down all food processing of animals. Patriots, the real issue here is that they are on full court press to reset the world. 
And I don't know, I can't tell you who your friends are. And I'm highly suspect at this point, if you're going to, if anyone asks me or says to me, trust the plan, I'm going to point to these fires and ask them how the hell that has anything to do with the plan. Of course, what I'll probably get back is timing is everything. Well, so is starvation. Okay. Famine is a very real issue. And they're wanting to put famine into the regular dialogue of everything. So the deal is, is there is a big move right now by the deep state to reorganize things. And really what you're looking at is a restructuring of the globe. There were two models of globalization that were on board that had been going for some time. One model is a centralized world government, which was basically hubbed out of Kazakhstan. All right. The second model was regional governments which is the multipolar world. That would be the East or the Central Asian Union. That would be the European Union, the North American Union, the African Union, and the Asian Union. All of those things are now starting to migrate and starting to take form, especially with Russia's involvement in Ukraine. Is Russia doing some good things in Ukraine? Absolutely. They're rooting out one of the aspects of the extremist of the elites, but like I've said all along, keep in mind that there's two paths that look different, but they're all ending at the same place. The extremist elites, which is your Illuminati, your Kazarian mafia types, and the other side of that elites, which are the Masons and probably the Jesuits that are looking to create a world of your choice. The choice being you can choose a vax or you cannot choose a vax, but if you choose their way, they're going to make you, it's going to make it seem easier and much more more rewarding. They're going to offer you all sorts of great little shiny trinkets to join. On the other way, you're going to have to walk that narrow path and make some real efforts to build a separate breakaway economy. The third path is the path that I will always choose, which is the breakaway economy going back to go forward and putting God first in all things. But this is the world that we're now in, a world that's in complete and total chaos by design to shake things up, to break the traditional supply chains, and to put the squeeze on everybody. The economies are being shaken up. The Federal Federal Reserve dollar is being engineered to tank. It's going down. Israel today announced, Israel Bank announced today that it would now accept yuan as one of its basket of currencies, which means that the dollar is no longer predominant. This is only going to get worse for the dollar holdings that you have. Things are going to continue to get more inflated. You're going to start to see food prices continue to increase. The buying power is going to decline, and there's going to have to be some sort of formal reset in this nation, no matter how that goes, whatever that looks like. The biggest issue, again, is what path are we going to choose? The systems that we are accustomed to are completely broken. They're done. They've been done for some time. Washington, for the most part, is a ghost town. There's a fence now around the Federal Reserve as of today. So we need to, there's a lot of hype going on that this is it. It's happening. It's happening. Ask yourself what is happening and what you really know about what's happening. That's the biggest issue. I'm all about people getting arrested that are ex- the extremists, but I'm also not about walking into a place where I'm going to be forced into the same path, only with a different face. I don't play that game. And until we get past the, the this whole nonsense of people not wanting to talk openly about the destruction of the vax, they're trying to push that one under the rug. Keep in mind, if you listen to Catherine Austin Fitz, she's got this tracked back to about 2012 when they realized that they were going to have to call out a big portion of the world because the actuary tables and the whole 
aspect of retirement weren't lining up. Look at who's been hit the hardest by this injection. You're seeing that our elderly, our wisdom class is being eradicated and children are being made sterile. That's undisputed. So we have a major issue going on in this nation. And it is a major issue for the long term that we're going to have to deal with. The line that we I will always advocate for is that third line, not a line of waiting for some plan to happen, because if we're waiting for a plan, apparently the plan means burn every food processing plant down we can in the country while we wait for the White Hats to roll in on the glorious day. That's dumb. At this point, that's not even war. That's just complacency and allowing things to happen. So this isn't some mega plan. Otherwise, I guess what we're all looking forward to is engineered food and that Soylent Green is going to be on the table for dinner if we continue down this path. Not Again, not the game I'm going to play. So this deal that we're in right now is, a, is rocking the world. Everything is being challenged. Everything that you understand and know is being challenged. And that's part of what I would say is the true great awakening. At the core of all of this is the relationship to God and the knowledge and wisdom that he continues to pour out. And as we see this happening and people begin to awaken, you have to challenge yourself to see clearly and not get caught in the traps of looking at something and thinking it's good and being snagged by the fact that in its underbelly, it's actually evil. Look at things objectively to take your time when analyzing things, put the pictures together, ask the hard questions and accept the hard answers. That's a big one. It is too convenient to try to fall into letting idols like Trump and others become the ones that you look to to solve problems. We are the ones at the end of the day that have been given authority by God to have dominion over all evil. The last time I checked, when I went through the scriptures, Trump, Republicans, conservatives, Democrats, Putin were not in there by name. But Christ did give us the authority to have dominion over all evil and that authority is something we have to take. Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. I think that's about where we need to start doubling down and getting serious. We are the plan. We always have been the plan because God gave us that plan long before the rise of other things like Q and Trump. We are the plan. And the choices that we make going forward will define the future that we want or that we have. If we're going to obey the masters of the universe, we will end up right back in slavery faster than you ever imagined. We're getting a breath of air right now of what somewhat of freedom looks like, but we're far from having the full breakaway of the chains and the true liberty that we've been guaranteed as long as we fight to preserve it. By the Declaration of Independence, it is our obligation and our, it is our duty to throw off such governments as tyranny, what they call despotism. We are here. This is a tyranny. And this tyranny has no intention of letting go of its power anytime soon. And as you may know, yesterday was the anniversary, a dark one, of Waco. It was also the anniversary of the Kansas City bombing. No accident that both of those happened on the 18th, 19th of April. So, patriots, this is a very challenging time to keep your head clear. Keep a true line on all of this. Keep focused on the basics. The basics are make sure you're prepping food. Make sure you're sowing seeds, both physically and spiritually. Keep your hands in the dirt. It's critical. Right now, we need to all be growing gardens. You need to be making sure you have some 
reserves of food and portions to share with others. This is going to get pretty bumpy going forward. There's no way about it. And we are the ones ultimately that have responsibility for our destiny. It isn't the government. It's not FEMA. It's not going to be some heroes coming in from the night. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of our communities, and we have to get serious about it. They are going after the food. When they get the food, they will try to break people down, and they will be very successful in certain parts of this nation. People in the cities will be the first because many don't take this seriously, especially the ones in blue cities who think that the world is going to be just fine now that they got the injection and they're walking around with no fear and all the confidence that everything's going to be A-OK. Well, unfortunately, it's not. But this is the world we now live in. So this reality, as much as I can't stand the stupidity of it, is a reality that we can observe, we can learn from, we can prep for, and step away from and walk in that path with God to wherever that's leading us, which in this exodus is a pretty glorious place we're going. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled in our hearts, eyes open with all that we're seeing and all that's happening. And Jesus, we just ask that you just walk with us in this path. Thank you for all the sacrifices made and just continue to bolster us in everything that we do. We are in a time when we are being challenged and to look very critically at our world, that much of the idols that we may have had in whatever form are being exposed. And it's going to be us to open our hearts and be true with you, Father, to be honest in what we see and to accept what is truth, not to question that constantly or try to replace our truth with comfort of idols that we've had. Let the idols be cast down. Let the the deceit and the lies of our politicians, let their tongues be tied. For the agendas that are going after our children, we pray that those agendas will be shattered and exposed and people will awaken. And Lord, we pray for all the people to awaken, to awaken boldly, to stand together, and to make a decision not to walk into the trap of slavery. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So patriots, lots going on. Keep your head on a swivel. Keep busy about your preps. Keep busy about your, your, your gardens. Operation Sowing Seeds, most, one of the most important things we can be doing right now. Get seeds, plant seeds, sow spiritual seeds. When we do that, we're literally in a process of transforming the world in one of the most radical ways possible because we're taking away one of their biggest control elements, food. Once we, get re, we reclaim the predominance of food, we're going to be back in the predominance of much of the life that we want. But as long as they control the food and they control what we will be able to buy at the store, and that's where people are dependent, they will control everybody. We have to break the system. We have to distribute the food growing process through everybody, as many as possible, so that the centralized systems of growing become obsolete and basically go defunct. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. We need prayers right now for the healing of this nation, prayers for the strength of awakening people, and prayers for the clarity on each and every step that we take. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. But we are in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, 
meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, 
we fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.